Welcome to Health Beat. My name is Brian Hazelgren. I'm your host again, and this is your Healthy Habits Zone. This is a show about healthy living and overall well-being. Again, we're glad you're able to uh, join with us today. Today, we're going to discuss, like we always do, topics that are related to your health and wellness. We talk about the things that can help you achieve optimal wellness, plus help you find true balance in your life. Basically, think of this show as your source for optimal health, wealth, and balance in your life. And this podcast is sponsored by rx to live your prescription for life. And as always, we want to do a quick shout out and a thank you to Heroes Media Group and C-Suite Network Radio for the production and the distribution of this podcast. Today, we're actually going to talk about something that's really uh, near and dear to my heart, as uh, you've all heard the shows in the past where, you know, we've tried to figure out some uh, good ways of reducing pain, uh, reducing healthcare costs, uh, how do we increase productivity for employees, uh, what, what are the, some of the products or services that are out there that will actually help us achieve that goal of optimal fitness or optimal wellness for our own lives. And there's several things that, uh, you know, that we can do as, as business leaders to take a more of a proactive stance is probably a good way to put that towards well-being and uh, helping our, our business leaders understand how important wellness is in the day-to-day affairs of their companies. Because once you can get your employees to really embrace the whole concept of feeling better when they show up to work based on healthy living, then that starts to feed off of itself and it actually ends up enhancing the employees' lives. Plus, it can also have a nice benefit to the company and help reduce, reduce health care costs. So, um, as you all may recall, if you've heard this podcast before, then you'll remember that I've, I talk a lot about tying health and wellness into the overall corporate strategy. Um, trying to figure out how we can do, make that more of an upbeat, positive message and then um, help that, uh, that whole health and wellness concept be tied into the overall corporate strategy to, to actually be a discussion point whenever the executive team does talk about, well, what, what can we do to grow our business? So without further ado, those are some of the things that we wanted to cover today and actually talk about uh, something that you all have probably heard of a lot lately uh, in the news. And that's, those are products that um, they're CBD products and how, how those CBD products can actually help in many different ways. Today we've got, we see out there in the marketplace, there's oils, there's creams, there's ointments, there's food products, there's even products for animals with CBD in the, in the product. Uh, we've also seen stock prices for CBD companies. They seem to keep going up each week. And, you know, I think the thing that, was interesting for me and what caught my attention a while back is that I had a conversation with Sean Rosa, who's the uh, CEO and managing partner of a company called Deeply Rooted. We actually sat next to each other on a flight um, coming home and we just had an amazing time as we spoke about the things that he's involved in and he educated me pretty deeply on the merits and the great aspects of CBD products and helped me dispel some of those um, 
things that I had in my mind, maybe some preconceived notions that, oh, okay, well, this is marijuana-based, and I, uh, we sh you know, we, maybe we should discuss this. Well, actually, the answer is exactly the opposite of that. So I, I uh, got to know Sean quite well. We've become good friends, and today we've got Sean Rosa, CEO of Deeply Rooted, on our podcast today. So I want to say a big welcome to Sean. Sean, welcome, and glad you're here with us. Well, thank you so much, Brian. What a, a great introduction, and, and thank you for having me on your program. Um, Absolutely. Where, where, do we, where do we begin? Well, you know, there's, there's so many different areas, and w one thing that, I, w that caught my attention is when you told me that Deeply Rooted actually takes the CBD products from seed to shelf, or in other words, you guys are involved in the planting and growing and the harvesting, manufacturing, packaging, distribution, and the selling of CBD products. Tell us a little bit about what your products are, number one. Number two, then let's go into the kind of dispel the notions like you did with me and educated me on the differences of CBD versus THC products that are out in the market. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a great place to start. Um, so from the beginning of the process uh, starts the same, whether you're talking industrial hemp or you're looking to grow a medical marijuana plant, that process kind of starts the same. It starts with the seed selection, which is usually where we start is what are we targeting? What is it that we're looking to help produce? What are we, what are we growing? And this target right now is the CBD. Uh, that's what we're most focused on is on taking that part of the plan, using that for all the different health uh, promotions within the body. There's hundreds of different receptors that we have in the endocannabinoid system. So taking that back to the plant and selecting the right phenotypes to get the right plant to start off with is where we, we begin. Then from there, that process of growing the plant for us is a full spectrum plant. So it is a plant that has THC and the CBD molecules. So um, we can then isolate that process and mitigate out the THC from the plant's essential oils. So what that leaves you with is a broad spectrum CBD oil. So it contains all the different spectrums of the CBD molecules without the THC. The THC carries the uh, ability for the psychoactives. So those psychoactives are things that would are beneficial in the health side of the body, but it's also the things that would trigger um, effects that some people they don't want or they can't have because it would be um, you're under the influence at that point of a psychoactive. Uh, we'll touch on the basis of why that is important and why there's new medical research being done on the combination of THC and CBD together and how it's uh, a partnership that they work as a symbiotic relationship. Um, so now that we've grown the plant and we have the oil and we've mitigated the THC out of the oil and we're left with a broad spectrum THC free CBD oil, we incorporate that into the products that uh, we were already using. So we were taking CBD oil, um, tincture form. So um, that would be sublingual on, under the tongue and, and taking dosages um, 
to help with anxiety, stress, inflammation. Um, and we started to add that to other products, including topicals like salves and hot pain creams to help with muscle, nerve, and joint problems. And we then um, kind of carried on our research and found out that it was helping a lot with all mammals, not just humans, have the capacity for the endocannabinoid system. So that led into producing PetLine, which is identical to the human. It just has a lower dosage because animals have a different way of processing it through their their system, through their liver. And um, so they take a, a less of dosage than obviously as humans. So you've so actually got, of, uh, you've got it nailed down then, like I mentioned earlier, you've got the oils, the creams, the ointments, the, even some food products. And now you've got also the, the products directly in use for animals. What, obviously that's a huge market in itself, just uh, having the, the products available for animals. But what about, what about the effect now when you, first of all, thank you for that good overview. Cause that's what also helped me early on understand that you can actually remove or separate out the CBD from the THC and those psychoactives. Those are the, where it starts affecting the brain, like Sean mentioned, where you're literally under the influence when you have the THC piece in there. So if, if we were to, you know, someone listening today were to say, I want to reduce my anxiety. I want to reduce my depression. I have some pain. I want to reduce that. I just want to feel better but I don't want to feel like I'm for lack of a better term high. I don't, I don't want to feel that with my brain. And so you've actually taken that and separated it out so that you also don't need a prescription. Is that correct with the CBD? Correct. This would be considered something that is over the counter. Um, Our products are in two different stores and we have our own store as well. Um, So you can come in and, and without, necessity of having a, a medical card, you can obtain CBD and, and use the, the different products, the gummies, oils, um, creams, or, uh, salves, depending on what it is that you're, you're treating. So we like to talk to our patients and, and find out what it is that they're looking to help with. And then we give them the knowledge that we've obtained and show them the products that we use ourselves um, for these very reasons. Um, we've had great success with that. I love it. Um, we also work with a lot of patients in, in our business and even uh, veterans. And one of the things that keeps coming up is the behavioral health initiatives. In other words, uh, the anxieties, the depressions, the PTS, or PTSD, um, and chronic pain. So if an individual were to take the tincture, or the, the oil, and put it under their tongue for 60 to 90 seconds, what usually happens with that? What, 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 are the, what are the results? What are they experience? Uh, basically, um, you're, there's not really like an, uh, like an instant type thing, um, but you're going to feel the medication. It's an um, oil. So any time you've ever taken like an oil of oregano or any type of um, oil that's used as an oral tincture, um, it's going to be kind of a viscosity of the oil and that absorbs as it warms up in your mouth, it kind of dilutes in your mouth. And after holding that under your tongue, it's kind of pretty well absorbed. The reason why we recommend it going 
under the tongue um, is just because it absorbs through the capillaries that much quicker. And it's a much uh, more consistent, quicker way of getting the medication into the system. So then when you swallow the medication, is going to go through the entire um, GI tract. So the absorption rate changes um, from there's a couple sensitive areas in the body. We don't have to get into all that. I'm sure most people know, but by the time it actually hits your lower GI, that's where it starts absorbing again. So if you take it uh, sublingual, you're getting that absorption early. Then when you swallow, it's going to be contained and be in your system all the way through your GI tract. So that does number of good things for people with uh, nervousness, anxiety, um, especially helping with the anti-inflammatory uh, response systems and the pathways. Basically, it's the stimulation, the production of regulatory cells that manage our pain uh, perception. So we can decrease the pain in the body. You have hundreds and hundreds of these endocannabinoid receptors in the body. We can trigger those and treat different types of ailments um, depending on what it is. So some way you might need a gummy. You may need to incorporate a daily use of a tincture oil or maybe uh, topical for acute pain, lower back or joint or knee pain or uh, joints, nerve issues. Hmm. That is fascinating. I love, I, I love the fact that it actually has kind of a two-stage approach, maybe even a three-stage, by the way. I just understood it. Uh, certainly going under the tongue and getting into the blood vessels right away. And then as you swallow it and going through your GI tract, um, different uh, ways yeah. of actually healing throughout the entire body. That's been thought of it. That right. way. Auto, yeah. So it attacks, well, not attacks, but it helps uh, respond to the autoimmune disorders and then will help combat bacterial infections and even things like arthritis because of the anti inflammation properties that it carries. It's one of the strongest anti-inflammatories that we, we know of. That's why there's been a lot of focus on that. And um, in that research, and that focus has also shown that the way the uh, CBD molecule, the cannabinoids can go deep and penetrate deep into our skin tissues. Um, and that has led way into when we're talking about PTSD and traumatic brain injury. So dealing with TBI and PTSD um, clients that through research, we know that um, CVDs are, are effective and they help in repairing and, and helping with cells that are overproductive in areas of the brain and calming those and going into areas that are not productive enough, which have been classified as either dead zones or inactive and refiring up those neurons that had been turned off, whether through trauma or through actual injury. Hmm. That is tremendous. Once again, that's another button that Sean pushed with me when we first met on the, and sat together for a few hours on that long flight home to Phoenix. Um, oh gosh, when was that? That was, that was last September, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But since then, when I, when I heard him talk about, TBI, um, just for new listeners or for someone that may not remember, um, my football career was cut short and I couldn't continue on because I had too many concussions. That was back in the days where they basically told the player, told those players, hey, you're okay, just shake it off, just get back out there. 
Yeah, but coach, I can't see out of my right eye. Well, it's okay. Just <laughs> you'll be all right. You'll you'll be good. Um, you know, and then you fast forward, and the headaches and the migraines and the anxiety feeling. Uh, you know, TBI today. We have obviously a lot more research than we ever did when I was playing ball many years ago. But today, when you talk to the veteran, the military veterans, you talk to the athletes, you talk to really anybody who's gone through some type of trauma, and this the, the CBD oils. Uh, are an, seriously an amazing opportunity for someone to reduce those inflammatory uh, flare-ups in, in their system, whether it's in their brain, as Sean mentioned, in their gut, uh, throughout their entire body. If we can help reduce inflammation, if we can help cut down on anxiety and depression, that's a huge deal. That's, that's a big deal for me personally because I, I've been diagnosed with TBI, multiple TBIs. Um, but then I started asking questions like, well, to Sean, I was asking questions like, uh, are the CBD products addictive? Um, and how often can I take CBD? And he dispelled all those previous notions that I had conjured up in my own small brain. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, no, it's not addictive. And, and yes, uh, you can take uh, the products even daily. So Sean, let's talk a little bit about that. How, how are those properties with, with any of the CBD products, whether it's oil or the tincture, whether it's creams or ointments or food products, um, do people come to be, uh, rely on them too much or could they ever become addictive? Uh, no, there is no addictive properties in the CBD itself. It would it'd be kind of like being ad addictive to Tylenol. Um, you know, it's just you sometimes don't notice that you're taking it, you'll begin to notice when you stop taking it. Um, patients have reported back of ours and, and myself, you get on a daily regimen, you take it every day, all of a sudden you start noticing that um, it's getting better. There's, there's definitely some areas of improvement depending on how bad uh, the pain is or depending what it is that we're treating. And then you realize that you're out and it's been three or four days since you've had your, your, you know, your normal CBD dosage and, those aches and pain, that little kick that was there, it's back. That anxious feeling that usually I treat every morning, it's, it's there again. It's present. So it's almost, I've noticed that once you get into the regimen, it, it takes a lot of these symptoms down and it, it reduces so many different trigger points and, and pain points that then you're just taking it every day and you're not noticing it as much. And then all of a sudden, if you stop, Oh, there they are again. Oh, wow. It was really working more than I think I was noticing almost. So no, as far as being addictive substance, it's not. So it. We do have um, a relationship, a symbiotic relationship with THC and CBD together. Now combined, those two can go after cancer cells, tumor cells, any type of degenerative, uh, degenerative cell disorder or disease in the body because the THC will smother and basically suffocate the cell like a, like a glass over a flame. And the CBD can go in and repair the cells in the area that have been affected, that have been um, changing over because one cell will then repeat to the next cell what to do. So when you have one degenerative bad cell, it's going to spread. So we can help target that and have good success now with, um, animals and we're moving into an area where we can start 
um, applying this to people and, you know, showing, showing that, that um, there is a relationship between these two properties that there may be a need for some people that they have to have a THC um, based product to help with uh, cancer, HIV, AIDS, or, or tumor, or uh, some type of other degenerative disease uh, mm-hmm. where others will have aches and pains and there could be serious uh, injuries, but there may not be the component where they need the THC application. So there's a, a, a wide spectrum, a large range of different symptoms in the body that the endocannabinoid system works. So we can target it one way or the other or a co- combination of the two. Okay. Um, what about uh, people, you know, let, let me back up for just a minute and talk about people that go to, you know, we've got 150 million people that go to work every day. Um, I have always been a proponent that uh, instead of a, waiting on the goofballs in Washington, D.C. to figure out how to make a, our health system better, because better, that will never happen as long as we're alive. They'll never get it right. There'll be too many agendas and too much infighting. Okay, we already know that. But if we go to the 150 million people who get up and go to work every day and we have things for them, products, services that'll help them do their job a little bit better without pain, without inflammation, without some of the anxiety or depression issues. Um, For me, that's always a a solid way to help get the word out from, you know, from the HR department or from the executive team uh, and working with employees. Because one thing that I've, I've stressed a lot for many years is that we've, we've got to help our employees with their and our employers dealing with absenteeism and what we call presenteeism where they're showing up at, you know, 50% capacity. Um, they, they show up and they're just basically presenting themselves there, but they're really not fully there because they're dealing with pain or a chronic illness or something that they have to deal with, but they have to show up or they'll lose their job. So if we're, if we're working with any companies, as an example, and they hear uh, CBD products, and then they, they have the notion of, well, I can't bring that into the company. That's, that's either an illegal substance or it's something that is, back to what you mentioned earlier, the this, this psychoactive or it affects your brain or they're under the influence. How do we help educate our business leaders from the executive team to the HR department, even the employees to help them understand that these products are not only safe, they don't need a prescription and that they are, you know, fully um, recognized as, as a, a, a medicine that actually can help reduce that inflammation, reduce that pain. What are your thoughts on how to get the word out to some of our uh, corporate leaders to help with that? I think that starts with, Education, Brian, that was a really good question. Um, once someone is educated on uh, what the endocannabinoid system is, what CBDs are, and how they affect the body, I think that will break down some of the, the barriers or preconceived notions that might be still lingering out there. When people find out that mothers who are breastfeeding pass on CBDs to their infants during breastfeeding, that is a natural response that women have the hormone carry that starts kicking on the production of CBD to help promote the cell growth and reproduction of cells. Um, Children do the most amount of growing in those early stages, you know, the first zero to five years, that most amount of growth is done in that short amount of time. They need that jumpstart. They need those, um, 
they need that type of promotion within the body to help the cells reproduce at such a phenomenal rate. Mm -hmm. Um, So there is a reason why we have that relationship. I think once you realize and understand that that is a symbiotic relationship and that we have the capacity for that and many, many receptors throughout the body, whether it be the brain or the lungs, vascular system, our liver, reproductive organs, you know, the GI tract, muscles, our autoimmune system, even our bones and spleen. And um, that, that's just touching on a few main key points. So once we, we get that education material out there and they see how we conduct what we do and how we go through multiple steps of uh, purification and testing to show that we have a pure product that is a broad spectrum product only in the CBD range, then it becomes a much more palatable discussion. And then once they try the product, now they have the ability to actually see results. Hmm. Very good. I love that. And uh, that also ties into a topic that I um, went in pretty deeply with uh, on one of my books, uh, the book's called Healthy Habits of Highly Productive Employees. Um, when we did some of our studies, some of our research showed that, um, you know, U.S. businesses uh, continue to see a rising cost every year in their health care. Um, we, we actually, I'm going to throw out a couple of numbers here, and then let's talk about how we can maybe even help some of our businesses with the CBD products to help reduce some of these healthcare expenses. So back in 2009, um, the annual cost per employee for healthcare was around $9,500. 2015, it jumped to 11,750. Today, in 29, actually last year, let's even give you last year's number. Last year's number was $12,612. This year, it's anticipated to be $13,243. So when we do simple math, if I pull out my calculator, and my, my calculator is working properly, which I'm guessing it is, with 50 employees, $13,243, that is, uh, that's a significant number. That's $662,150. That's if you just have 50 employees. So obviously we want to help our business owners, small businesses, large, medium and large businesses alike. Uh, We want to help them understand really what this, uh, I mean, we all know as business owners that those costs are not, uh, not declining. So if that's the case, and then you also take another staggering number, uh, part of our research that we put into the book, the, the cost of poor health. Okay, first of all, we're yeah. talking about the cost of health care, those numbers that I just mentioned. Now we're talking about another cost that we're not calculating in, and that's the cost of poor health in companies when uh, employees that are salaried are absent. So the, the company has to deal with absenteeism uh, or presenteeism. Uh, the average cost for salary employees, salaried employees, the annual cost there for absenteeism is $2,650 per employee. If you take it to hourly employees, it's over $3,600 per employee per year. So you got to add those numbers in addition to the $13,243. Yeah. 
that's another five hundred and forty thousand dollars. Just if you added on, uh, if you had one hundred and fifty thousand, or excuse me, one hundred and fifty employees. My point is, right. I, I don't know if companies actually start calculating numbers like that. I know the bigger companies may look at that, but small to medium businesses are usually running and gunning so fast they don't have time to fill the engine back far enough to actually see what those costs are doing to their business. Yeah. Well, the problem with that is if they've got those costs, 13243 plus another $3,600, you know, we're getting close to almost $17,000 there per employee that they're just going to have to cover those costs. Well, who ends up paying for that? And ultimately, the consumer is going to have to pay for it because the owners are going to have to raise the prices to cover their exp- uh, health care expenses. Um kind of a roundabout way to talk or maybe a longer discussion to talk about this, but how are, are, are we working with any companies to actually introduce the CBD products to them? And what can we do to ramp that up and help more individuals know about, I know it's definitely education, but how can we help more of the business leaders understand that those products can be available, made available to their employees and it will actually literally help them. Uh, that's a, phenomenal question that's kind of like one of the big topics right now out there for these large corporations is is that loss so we've talked about the the cost of having a sick employee or employee who shows up and underperforms because they're not healthy and the loss of of revenue that the company then would receive because of that is is another number that's not factored into the cost of the healthcare Right. Um, I know with one large company, uh, was, uh, working as the employee ambassador uh, to HR and collecting information from our different groups, and that was kind of the number that was thrown back for each employee that exceeds their sick days. So they've maxed out their sick days. They've cost the company close to fifty thousand dollars in lost revenue and expenses. Um, and that, that was a real figure. That was a real number that was presented and um, being an owner and also being an employee too, at, you know, not that long distant future or past. I mean, um, it's real number. So if employees knew that their health and their, everyone knows they're supposed to show up and do their, their job. That's just part of your right. understanding position you're in. But when you see what cost it has, um, it can be staggering. It could be a reason for people to really maybe take their health more serious. And that's when the discussion is, well, what can we do to provide them a healthy alternative to help make those steps, take the initiative to make yourself healthy. So you're putting yourself in the best position. Uh, You're able to perform, you're able to do your functions and it maybe that will help kickstart the things that need to change in that person's life. Maybe it's their mood and it's just a, it's an attitude adjustment, or maybe it is a, a health concern or it's an economic issue. Hmm. Um, all those things though, we internalize and we process. So it maybe it's stress. If you're less stressed, maybe doing the function of your job are going to be a little easier. Um, we can start promoting the medication to people to help benefit them in a way they need the benefit. We like to coach them in a way that they can 
find out what it is that they need for them because we're all different and we don't think it's a cure-all, but because it can touch in so many aspects of the human body that there's a lot of opportunity to help people in many, many different ways. So we'd like to find out what it is they need to improve and in their life. Maybe there is something in a CBD product that will help that might make an overall improvement in their life that will give them those benefits that they're looking for that will be that catalyst that helps uh, jumpstart. Very good. And let's take it outside of even the realm of the 150 million employees that go to work every day. What about children? What about retired uh, individuals? What about a patient that even my wife says goes to their practice? She's 110 years old. Is there an age uh, factor that needs to be considered whenever uh, consuming any of the CBD products or applying them topically? No, not at all. Um, My own children take our products. Um, I have a five-year-old autistic boy at Phoenix Children's Hospital who's one of our patients, and his doctors have incorporated our medication in his actual treatment plan, and he's um, in trials uh, at Phoenix Children's because of his um, autism. And so we've had a lot of good benefits with him and his twin uh, brother, who's also autistic, and they take our CBD medication to reduce the anxiety prior to them going into their medical evaluations and checkups because they know as soon as they see the fluorescent lights and, you know, you're in the hospital, it, it automatically triggers that response. There's an anxiety that overwhelms them, and um, the doctors have noticed that they do respond better when they're under CBD, that there's just less anxiety and less tension. And to the doctors, that means they're going to respond better to what they're doing. So the doctors have their own regiment that they're, they're working with them with their uh, disorder that they have. Um, that but they know that the CBDs are helping. So like it gets, it makes their job easier. Well, we can treat my patient better now because he's calm. He, he's more receptive to what we're doing and we're not combating the anxiety. We're just, we're starting to work on treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with elderly patients. Uh, a friend of mine's dad had hip surgery. Said, "Can my dad have the pain cream um, and oils?" I said, "Absolutely. Have him start the oils before we do the surgery. And as soon as we're done with the surgery, have him start applying the topicals. Just make sure you don't get anywhere near the incisions." They're they understand and they're on board, and they just looking for a way now that they can get the information out to people as well because. Um, the doctors I know are very good doctors and they're looking for out, they're looking out for their patients. So whether it be traditional methods, you want to go full pharmaceutical, you want to approach a more natural healing or a new method, or you want to go this way or that way, they're more receptive now to helping the patient because whatever it takes to help that patient is going to be the result that they need. I love that. So really from all, walks of life, any age, uh, any type of ailment that includes anxiety, depression, uh, other behavioral issues, inflammation, chronic illness, chronic and gout. Pain. What was that? Oh, I said, and gout. We've had a lot and of gout. success recently. Oh. Yes, a lot of success with uh, treating gout in patients. Wow. There's a lot of benefits to CBD products. I, I'm a believer. I'm, I'm especially a believer in the orange flavored oil. <laughs> I tried that. I love it. 
That's good stuff. Oh, awesome. So yeah, that's one I use too. Uh, I like them both, the orange and flavors. Orange. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. You know, uh, we we try to keep it simple, and we use an orange because it's an easy essential oil to add to the CBD oil. So we're not, you know, adding anything else other than a natural flavoring. So we like the raw, which is just pure CBD oil, and and the orange because it it helps, especially. Some people don't like the taste of the plant. Some people kind of like that they're only getting just the plant. So mm-hmm. they're, you know, they, they want just the raw form that they can get it in. So that's why we like to, provide, you know, provide both options there. So, and then also to uh, start to wrap this up, we've got, so we've got different types of products. We've got oils, which is the tincture. We've got the creams, the ointments, different food products, products for animals, gummies, yeah. and then also yep. one that we haven't mentioned that you showed me before, that's an, I don't know if this is ready and available for the market, but there's also an inhaler. Yes, sir. That's right. Yep. Um, this is a, a great medical application for CBD because when it enters uh, the lungs, the vascular system, it kicks in immediately. The capillaries in the lungs absorb in almost instantaneously. So a patient who is suffering from PTSD, an inhaler is a great way to get the medication in quickly and help combat that anxiety and that overwhelming, that rushed sense and bring some some calming to the central nervous system and help with that feeling. Um, that is such a medical application it's it's a great way vaporizing is another way and i know that's a big thing right now do you promote vaping or not and that's why we kind of went with the inhaler um Mm -hmm. it's it's getting in the vascular system the quickest way through the lungs and for that practice of approaching something on an anxiety ptsd level that's where you want to target that and we are bringing that to the market right now so thank you for touching on that Absolutely. That's very good. Again, we're, we're talking to Sean Rosa. He's the CEO and one of the partners of Deeply Rooted. Uh, we met on a flight coming home to Phoenix many months ago, and we've formed a great partnership and relationship, and uh, he's got some incredible products that you definitely need to check out. There's so many different ways that we can help ourselves, help our colleagues, help our family members and our loved ones, uh, reducing inflammation, reducing some of those uh, um, behavioral health uh, initiatives or issues that we all that we deal with, um, pain, chronic pain, chronic illness. There's so many great benefits and good properties to be had and be gained from uh, utilizing CBD products. So this is awesome. This has been an awesome discussion. Um, Sean, can't thank you enough, buddy, for coming on today and talking with us about what we're you know what we're trying to all accomplish and that is to find optimal health and wellness for everybody that's listening in and uh, those that we can touch along the way so thank you again Sean we really appreciate it you know thank you so much Brian and what a great platform you have and it's a an honor uh, to be part of uh, your your broadcast and thank you so much for having me and including us absolutely it's an honor to have you here All right, everybody, just wanted to end today with uh, just one more announcement. Uh, We will have a link from the HealthBeat uh, site. You'll be able to look at the products, Sean's products. Uh, Just to simplify it, there'll be a direct link from our our HealthBeat um, website. There's also 
will be a link from our normal company, our bigger company. Bigger is probably not the right way to put that, but uh, rxtolive.com. There will also be a link uh, there as well. So uh, try to simplify it for everybody since you're used to going to those two places. You can always get a copy of my latest book, Healthy Habits of Highly Productive Employees. That's on my website. You can go to uh, brianhazelgren.com, my personal website, or you can also get that on Amazon. If you'd like a personal copy, please let me know. We'll get that autograph and set, set that out to you as way. We can have uh, one autograph for you. I'd be happy to do that. Also want to thank you, you again, everybody, for tuning in to HealthBeat. Again, this is your Healthy Habits Zone. Thanks again to Heroes Media Group and to C-Suite Network Radio for the production and the distribution of, of this podcast. Again, this is Brian Hazelgren signing off for now. Thank you again. We'll look forward to the next time we're together. Make it a great day, make it an awesome week, and we'll talk soon. Bye now.